Hi there. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Travel Exchange Podcast brought to you by Herman Global, a strategic tourism marketing firm providing inspirational thoughts that are worldwide and worth sharing. You can find more information about us on www.hermanglobal.com. Good morning and welcome to the Travel Exchange Podcast, another episode during the COVID season. My name is Florian Herman, and today is a special day. I'm actually um, sitting here in my camper outside of the house since we all have become very creative working from home and how we do a home office. So I have a little camper Eurovan that I have outside and I'm just sitting in there and wanted to talk to the world again about to see what kind of updates and changes, uh, new things that we have in the travel industry. A uh, very interesting time. Um, we kind of see in the United States lockdowns, and I think 13 states have current lockdowns. And uh, But we are in the state of Wyoming, and in the um, state of Wyoming, we just uh, are rec it's recommend to stay at home. And so far, it's really working well. So it's I don't see a lot of people running around. And we are all kind of waiting out the storm. And during that storm, we just wanted to provide positive thoughts for the industry and see kind of how we can help each other, how can we kind of understand what's going on, what decisions and actions we should do. So, and in this episode, I wanted to talk specifically about an industry that uh, is very, very um, special to me because I've also worked in that industry. And it's the travel and tourism industry with tour operators and travel agencies. And with me, I brought to this show is Timo Kohlenberg. And Timo Kohlenberg is like me, he's a German. Um, Timo, you're currently in Germany. But maybe uh, introduce yourself a little bit, Timo, who you are, and welcome to the show. And uh, I'm the CEO of America Unlimited, one of the leading uh, German tour operators specialized on USA and Canada travel only. We individually customize every single uh, trip for our clients. Uh, so that's our uh, basis, basically, and where we come from. And uh, that's what we are known for. And we've been in the industry for about 13 years now. Uh, me and my sister are running the company um, for about 13 years now. So um, that's that's yeah a little bit on us wonderful and um timo now you are a small business with the uh tour operator american limited and you specialize for um bringing mainly the german market to the united states but today we just want to talk about a little bit about europe um the last two episodes we talked mainly about asia and what's happening there since it's interesting they are ahead of the curve with the um, uh covid situation it seems like things are easing up a little bit and it seems like europe is in a complete um lockdown and we want to talk specifically about how it impacts the the travel agents and the tour operators but maybe can you tell us a little about a little bit about what is the german government doing to help the tour operators and also how is it impacting your business right now i mean where are you um how's your staff doing um, and then we want to talk later also about strategy, what, what you are doing right now during this special time. 
Um, yeah, well, I'm probably going to start with the um, second part of your uh, uh, question in the first place. Um, so um, what is uh, the German government uh, doing at the moment um, is that uh, they mainly offered um, uh, a, a lot of different, basically, um, Packs that you can, or uh, I would say, items that you can use um, um, uh, to support your business, basically. Um, so they are offer, um, mainly offering uh, loans um, to us. Um, they are pretty much um, open end, so you can take whatever loan you would like to have with a very small percentage of mortgage. Um, on it. Um, that's how they basically want to help uh, German companies and also specifically tour operators to get through the first few months of the crisis and they will eventually adjust those um, uh, those loans and 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 um, support over the over the months depending on how it uh, the whole how the whole situation will continue. Okay, great. Um, in, in a way, the world the, looks at Germany for the for Go the two operators. Yeah. yeah. So, Timo, it seems like the the world is looking at Germany. Um, how they're handling the yeah. crisis. Um, I understand. Like every business currently in Germany is, and also in the world is, is suffering. I mean, this is a crisis that you really couldn't prepare for. But um, tell me exactly your situation. As a tour operator, where are you suffering? What are the challenges that you have since I think we had really good years the last few years for bookings to the United States and stuff like this? But uh, what are your challenges right now with uh, with that tour operator? Yeah, well, we, we would have even we probably with America Unlimited, it would have been probably our best year that we've ever had um, if it wasn't for this. Um, so uh, we had a big raise, about 20 percent up uh, for the U.S. Um, in uh, still up until end of February. Um, and what we are suffering mostly from is obviously lots of clients are canceling their trips. And what you must know about the German market is um, that. There is a very strong protection on the on the end consumer, so um, we kind of have to refund everything um, to the client for free by law, basically. Um, so uh, a lot of people are canceling their trips, obviously, um, and our strategy is more and more to trying to convince the travelers to rebook instead of canceling or to accept a voucher um, for the price they've already paid to us. Um, and um, yeah, that's specifically the challenges that we are facing and our staff is, is mainly facing because they are the ones talking to the clients and we just want to make sure we try to get the people to rebook. The challenge though is as mentioned before, lots of uh, people in Germany and lots of customers know know about the um, the governmental uh, restrictions and the governmental uh, laws that are in place, basically. So some of them actually um, know that they can refund for free, that we have to refund for free, and um, they are obviously also using that option um, in. Uh, I, I would say high percentage um, 
of 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 people basically but also um there is now there are now changes coming into the market basically since uh the government uh starts to to realize that the uh, whole industry the whole um, tourism industry in germany is under a big danger basically because of that uh, regulation um because no one will be able to refund everything that they've booked in advance plus we Uh, the fees that we have already paid to the airlines, the airline fees back from the airlines in time. So for us, it's a big challenge for the whole industry. It's a big sh uh, challenge, basically. Um, so that that are the main challenges, basically, that we are facing. And the government is now slowly realizing that they need to change something. So they are now close to um, a commitment, basically, where they decide to accept travel vouchers. Um, so that we as a tour operator and and the airlines, it's true for the airlines as well, um, can um, can give out travel vouchers basically that they that uh, the client has to accept. So it's basically a change of of the law basically. Okay, so um, and then um, walk me through really quick how the, how does this work if someone calls in to the tour operator and travel agency and says, "Hey, I would like to cancel my trip." Um, And then what are you telling them? He said, "Well, uh, we would maybe give offer. We would recommend you will just take a this voucher, or are they saying right away? No, I don't want to want to have my money back. I mean, have you already given the money back, or are you waiting on it, or what are you doing right now there?" There, there are di different types of clients. Basically, most of them are um, writing us an email. Basically, so not. A lot of them are on the phone these days. Mm -hmm. um, so um, when when an email comes in where people request uh, that something would happen to their trip, for example, a refund, we usually go back to them um, and give them a couple of options, one being the travel voucher, one being the uh, free refund. Um, uh, sorry, not the free refund, the, the free rebook. Uh, of their trip, um, and we don't even mention the uh, the free refund at the moment to make sure uh, it, we don't even put ideas into people's minds. Basically, um, that is really just when people know about the situation exactly, um, and I would say are in in personal um, problems as well, facing uh, resulting from from the crisis, for example. Um, Most of them, and that's probably one big advantage that we have uh, compared to others, is that we have a very high percentage of repeat clientele. Um, so a lot of people are very well connected to our company that have they have booked with us a couple of times in a row. So a lot of people are very um, understanding, and a lot of them want to actively even support America Unlimited. So um, we get quite a few actually that accept the vouchers in the first place um, or that basically leave us, uh, leave it up to us, whatever we want to do with their money, basically, that they've already prepaid, basically. Um, and um, so the, the key message is there are like very, very many different types of clientels. Um, so it kind of depends on every single one. And only in a case where we don't have... Uh, any arguments anymore um, and where people definitely want the free refund and uh, 
are at the basically very last stage of of going maybe before going to a lawyer or something then we would also refund for free um hoping though that this free refund will soon be out of this world basically and we will be able to to give out vouchers to everyone by law yeah that's i i think you manage this really well so i mean it's mm -hmm. it's really a challenging situation um and i've hopefully consumers also understand that they have to support small businesses we see this here in the united states actually um I think the Americans have kind of seen this uh, crisis as a 9-11. So the country is, is getting closer together. And um, I see things where they are supporting local restaurants here, which is nice, um, but also helping the neighbor and kind of really trying to make businesses survive. And hopefully yes. we see the same. And, in, and, and, yeah. and, and, and just jumping in there, sorry about that, but um, just jumping in there, we do have these clients as well, you know, clients that have not even uh, had a booking with us for this year come back to us and say like I want to buy a travel voucher from your just you know to support you during this time of the crisis which is obviously fantastic wonderful it's always good to see that that we have great a great industry and great people and the passion of travel especially the passion of travel overseas and uh from europe traveling to the united states is is really really very high on this as well um i have a question and this is the most important question i know and this is all predictions but and it's changing by the week but I, what in your opinion what are your current projections for the german travel market specifically uh, when do you think they will start traveling again i mean we have the the lockdown right now and people are not thinking about this at all right now i believe but when do you think people start thinking coming to you and maybe doing a, a booking um what what are your thoughts on that um my, my thoughts are pretty pretty clear on that and and um as lots of people know me they know that i'm very optimistic in, in many things but in this in, in, in this case i i really think that it's probably gonna take up until july august um maybe even september this year uh when people will book for 2021 uh so that's um that's our goal time when people will start to look brighter into the future and uh, since 21 is is quite a bit of time ahead even in even in august september um i'm pretty sure that people are confident that by then um the travel restrictions will be gone that we might have an um you know a medicine or a vaccine or whatever to 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 fight this whole thing um so i think that's probably going to be when people look into booking next year's trip basically um obviously completely my opinion i have absolutely no backup on that but it's just really my feeling uh for the germ for germany um just while we are talking our chancellor um, angela merkel she's giving an interview at the moment or she's actually talking to the nation um about uh you know op slowly opening up small businesses again um you know companies like uh like uh, hairdressers and stuff go back into business and stuff so as as you can see we are slowly rolling back into a more normal life obviously 
obviously knowing that uh, the travel industry will probably be one of the uh, indus- one of the industries that will open up at the um, at the latest, basically the last one to come back into business. Um, but uh, as I mentioned, July, August, September is still some time ahead, and and we're keeping our fingers crossed that we will at least by then be able to travel again and then be able to book trips for 2021. Yeah, that's excellent. I I hope that uh, this is going to happen. I, I've seen from previous crisis, the tourism industry is an extremely resilient industry. It's going down quickly and then it goes up quickly again. Um, and that's kind of what the hope is. I think we just have to find out and promote that traveling is safe. Um, and this is kind of something that needs to be in the media to say, hey, traveling is safe and you can visit the United States and you can visit other areas and uh, flying is safe. And I'm I'm sure it will be until we have a vaccine a little bit um, uh, challenging and different. Just uh, people are just afraid that there's a would be a second wave coming back later in the year. Um, but hopefully, hopefully we have good news soon. Um, that's really kind of what what we're all hoping for. Absolutely. Um, and I think we won't be able to to make it through a second wave in the tourism industry. You know, I think we can just really, you know, be uh, uh, if we work on a on a very, you know, targeted uh, concept, I think we can make this whole thing work, especially we as American Limited. But um, uh, one wave would, would probably kill the entire industry and would force a lot of companies to go uh, bankrupt and and maybe a lot of them, you know, trying to start new in a way uh, mm-hmm. later on. So let's just really hope that the second wave um, will not kick in. Yeah, I mean, we all very, we have become very very smart, and um, I have uh, just uh, listened to one uh, session yesterday with. Um, a professor in Germany, his name is Drosten. You probably know him really well because mm-hmm. he's in the news all the time. But he said the one big thing that we have, it's like they compare this with the Spanish flu uh, 100 years ago, the one big difference that the Spanish flu during that time they didn't have and we have now is technology. Um, and I think technology is will be the the key decision maker on this too and the key component to to uh, overcome this and i think this morning i've heard they're considering apps to kind of warn people when they go out and to see is it safe to go in this area versus that area and we've talked about it uh with a with an episode before in china that they actually um this has contributed a lot to kind of get this under control and it seems this is something that's coming but um i mean this is a bit off topic but i wanted to talk about the technology app with that privacy do you think that is something that uh, could come into Germany, that everyone is downloading an app, and then with that app, it will report cases to other uh, that are nearby, and it will tell you that how, how safe it is right now to go in these areas. Do you think something like that is coming? What, what's your gut on that? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm 100% sure, actually, that that's coming. Um, a lot of experts in Germany are already talking about it and uh, the professor you just mentioned professor Drosten from the, he's the 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 le- uh, leading um, guy for this whole thing basically in Germany being the the, the boss of the charité in in uh, Berlin uh, for uh, how do you call that by virology or something yes um, is um, he just uh, he, 
specifically mentioned that uh, these apps will come into place. And since everyone kind of, I fear if the feeling listens to him in Germany at the moment, um, I'm pretty sure that it will kick in in about two to three weeks. Yeah, good. So I want to come back to, to you and the topic about two operators. Um, so uh, let's just maybe go away from the COVID for a situation just in general about about you. Like I wanted to ask about... Uh, Uh, the United States is specifically as a travel destination, you're an expert in this. How competitive is the U.S. as a travel destination to other destinations in Europe and worldwide? In general, is this, uh, is, is, do you see an increase of, of, and it's hard right now after post-COVID, but do you see that, has there been an increase of the, the Germans traveling to the United States or some other places from a German market? What do you see the competitiveness here? Florian, are you still there? Yes. Did you hear? That? Sorry, you were you, cutting you were out. Kind of broken. Do you want to yeah. uh, do the question yes. again? And uh, yeah, it's a very yeah. simple question. How competitive is the United States as a travel destination to other destinations in Europe? And what do you see like coming out past COVID on this? Yeah, well, as I mentioned um, before, is um, we were up around 20% up until February, uh, pre-COVID, basically. Um, it's very hard to guess how it will be posed um, because we, at the moment we don't even know when it will be possible and how much you know air service we will have available and so on and, and how the world's going to change afterwards. Um, but uh, I think there will be two or three major um two two major challenges basically and one thing that might be uh, uh, even a pro pro for us um the two main challenges being uh people you know one section of people basically not having enough money to go over because they were suffering a lot during this crisis uh also financially um and the second one being afraid To travel because they are probably a little uncertain and unsure whether they should go and you know what we just had before if there will probably be a second wave or um, you know can I still infect myself traveling so those would be like the the, the two groups that would probably um, make it challenging for 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 traveling to the US but also to other destinations and the one big pro for us is probably people being locked down in a way that they are at the moment um i think there will be a high percentage of people that can't even wait to go out again and to to to, to book their next trip and a lot of friends that i've personally talked to uh, already you know basically going crazy on on being at home for well, what is it in, in German it's probably about two to three weeks at the moment so um, I think that will be a big um, a big goal for for us and and, and a big um, opportunity for us as well plus um, as I mentioned before I think probably even the market will be completely different because we will probably see a lot of companies going bankrupt in Germany so the competition is a little uh, less that we that we have and that two factors taken together it might even be a very good year um, for travel to the US okay um, that that would be awesome I think uh, our listeners would love to hear that um, so you're currently planning for 2021 travel like uh, like packages and stuff like this but I have a question about um, 
uh, the, the packages. Florian, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Sometimes you are you're completely um, you're completely off. That's why I'm not sure if okay. the question is already in it. So you should probably do that again as well. Yes. So the question is: um, Are you planning to do any changes in your USA product product for 2021? So uh, do you think is it more off season? Is maybe winter coming more, or is is it? Do you see any changes to that uh, to to the packaging? What you do for next year? No, I don't see any any changes at all for that, actually, because uh, the product has always proven to be very successful. Um, mm. And um, at the moment, it's it's a little hard to say, but I'm, I would imagine that we might scale our, our brochures a little further back in order to save a little uh, to save save on the costs so we would probably uh, cross out some of the itineraries but other than that i think the product stays exactly the same and i would probably see a pattern where people would probably rather book for a you know let's say june to october trip rather than you know, or avoiding the months of April, May, maybe to, you know, go a little further in advance to make sure they are far off this pandemic. Um, and they are also sure that, you know, this time they will be allowed to travel and they will, um, they won't have any issues with, uh, with, um, or challenges with booking or, or you know, canceling their, their trip again. Yeah, no, I think, uh, that, that's a good feedback. Um, looking at destinations in the U.S. and Canada, like New York versus Colorado versus Utah, California, where do you think out of the past COVID, who are the ones that you think will get more attention on bookings versus less? I mean, I can, I can imagine New York City, maybe people started avoiding it Brian, first. Yeah. Sorry, you're, you you Breaking off up. again. Yes. Sorry. So what yeah. destin? We hear you very well. So just keep talking. It's yeah. we hear very well. But um, what destinations in the U.S. and Canada do you think will be most likely to be booked? Um, New York, maybe less. Maybe uh, Colorado, Utah, Wyoming more. Maybe because it's more remote and road tripping focused. But tell us a little bit. What do you think are popular destinations? Yes, I think. Um, you mentioned the exact right thing. I'm, uh, we uh, had a couple of cancellations even for Canada and also for more remote destinations in the US where people were actually uh, very sad that they would have to cancel because they always cancel with the uh, with the argument, why, should, why do I have to cancel? You know, there's no one around there anyway, so I can you know, I can just eventually go anyways. So um, that was pretty fun uh, to hear sometimes. remote destinations where people are more for themselves and you but also it could be the the exact uh, opposite when as i mentioned before when people were on a lockdown and weren't able to talk to people for such a long time maybe there is even you know some kind of 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 uh, wish that people would go more would like to go more into urban areas to be more with people and and surround themselves with people so at the moment it's i think really hard to say but all in all all I would say there's really not a lot changing about the product or the destinations where people go to. I think it's really just what 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 changes is probably more the mindset that people travel with. I think they would travel with um, a lot more uh, with a, a lot better feeling basically about the fact that they can even afford this and they are 
uh, even be able to do things like that um, because um, that that's something I specifically can talk you know for as uh, you know as myself basically uh, seeing that when I you know when I'm able to go out again and, and to do a trip I, I think I know the beauty of travel I, I can see the beauty of traveling in a completely different light now yeah I, I think so too. Um, it's interesting. Um, we just had a, a webinar just a few days ago with the state of Wyoming. And um, it's interesting what they see like in the US that the rural communities are likely to recover faster than the cities. So from a fast regional tourism point of view, domestic here in the US, it seems like rural America and road tripping is really kind of the very first one where travel is coming back here. And um yeah, and it will be interesting once borders are open again that uh, it, it might impact that the FIT road tripping where you include camping and some other experiences where you are trying to avoid the crowds. Um, probably they have more um, impact for from a, from, a, from a visitation point of view. Um, yeah, so I have one more question actually is uh we all um hear you uh timo and i i say we're all in this together um like i my listeners they are a lot of small demos uh attractions um uh, chambers but then also associations but from a tour operator point of view um what do you uh, expect from your partners here in the United States, for example, as a best support? I mean, what would help you the most? Like relationships, visits to your place, offering discounted rates on hotels or programs, joint marketing programs. What, what, what do you think is a good way that you get support from these people here in the United States? About the best way that, and I mentioned that with a post on different social media channels, is basically joint marketing cooperations would help us tremendously because we uh, what we need to do after this is to get a message out to the uh, uh, to the clients saying you know we are back uh, we can have you know we can wait to have you um, you know we are safe um, and uh, yeah and just to be there and just to go out there is the number one thing um, you should do at this uh, at the moment um, and uh, you know with some CVBs I'm already talking so it seems like we lost the connection with Timo but what he mentioned is the biggest support for the tour operators um, from a DMO point of view is to have um, really good partnerships with the tour operators, continued partnerships, as well as having joint marketing programs to really uh, help promoting the packages and programs, what they have in, in these markets. Um, as an overall, I think this was a really good uh, interview with one of the tour operators, what we see as a challenging industry. We understand that tour operators are the glue for international travel and remain that with their travel agents. And I think we all have to work together and support them for, as an industry, really to, to overcome that crisis together. So thank you so much for having this interview to Timo. And um, we look forward to have future conversations also about ideas, how we can better work together with two operators uh, as an industry. Thanks for listening to this episode. 
If you like this podcast, you can subscribe to The Travel Exchange and you will hear from us regularly. You can find it online on iTunes, Spotify and various other outlets. If you have any podcast topic ideas, you can use the contact form on our website www.hermanglobal.com.